This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDole, along with special guest Jonathan Plise. Now, here's Jamil. Howdy, hey, my brand sister. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Oh, that was, uh, we've been having a little trouble being started. Some of you may have heard us do a false start. Oh, we had some technical difficulties. Oh, I yeah. wasn't sure. I was waiting to see if it screwed up again, actually. Yeah, it was a false fart. Um, yeah. It's been one of those days. It's just been, it started out as a great day, though. I will tell you this. I, uh,. I happen to be an honorary commander at the uh, Travis Air Force Base near near who the brewery. You, there, who, who you have to you have to take a test for that, or you have to uh, you have to go through like basic training or something? How do you? How do you? Apparently not. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're just like desperate, and so they need some commanders, right? They're you. just like, hey, how about right. you? Um, no, it's kind of like a community building thing that they do, Whoa. and it's like a two year stint where you uh, go and you learn about everything at the base you oh. meet the you know the people in your in your group there right and uh and uh you know you attend events like uh, promotions and uh you know uh various gatherings and things like that right cool and it's and what they've been doing with me um past couple of times i've been out there is they're taking me around to every little uh, part of the squadron, and they we're seeing, uh, you know, various uh, ways that they do it. I'm with the 60th maintenance, and uh, they essentially can like build a plane right there. You they know, have every they, part. They 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 actually can make parts. Oh, through, they from, don't have they can scratch. Make. Yeah. So I mean, they don't have absolutely everything, but. You know, they can fix just about anything on on these uh, big, uh, huge, you know, huge, huge like the KC-10 and just, the, yeah, the C-17, the C-5, yeah. these giant transport planes. Have you ever and, been up uh, in one? Is that some part of your? Uh, I have not been. I have not been up in one, but hey, I'm 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 going to be. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not above uh, asking. Yeah. Um, Tell me you pack your own parachute. Liz and the kids, they actually. Uh, flew a simulator like a kc-10 oh. simulator uh-huh. or she says it was c-17 so i don't really know so they, they flew in the simulator there which is uh supposed to be really cool too i did not get to go i was working uh but um they have the most fascinating you know technical capabilities there they've got uh just every today we went and looked at the uh uh, you know, like where they store the ammo and where they make the flares for you know the the planes. You know when they're 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 shooting out uh, their jets or they're shooting out things for you know anti missile. Uh, uh, they, uh, I mean, I've seen uh, they've they, they, they've got uh, everything, including um, you know. So, so they have the instrumentation to do all their testing of the equipment. Well, they also have a group to certify and and check all their instrumentation as well. So all the tools that they use, you know, um, pretty amazing. Amazing place, a lot of amazing people. I am so impressed with those folks. It is such a group of, you know, hardworking, uh, 
Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're hardworking. They're smart. They're um, uh, you know, very humble and uh, you know, just super well disciplined and uh, well behaved. And <laughs> I mean, they're just like really super nice people. Yeah, I see. When they get out, they're they're just great people to hire because they're so uh, right. You know, they believe in you know. Everybody doing it the same way, and you know, and discipline, hard work, helping each other, sure. Yeah, teamwork. Yeah, yeah, they're fa- they're fantastic. I I love it there. I love, uh, you know, one of the one of the greatest things is actually having our brewery close to this airbase because it <laughs> they they affect the community. Our our local community, I think, is so wonderful because of their influence it's it's people that are you know just like salt of the earth and when you mix that kind of uh influence in on a community it really you know the community kind of takes on that kind of uh uh you know kind of air and and that kind of uh you know behavior it really really uh, has a a very positive uh i want to say calming and uh stabilizing effect (laughs) Well, no, they're also, I mean, I, I ran into a few at your place, and of course I've been around, yeah. I was in the military once, but they're all, they're all like really, you know, upstanding, you know, uh, guys you want to be around. So mm-hmm. you, they, they, when they're interjected into the community, whether they're buying groceries at the store or uh, you're, they're giving you directions or something like that, they're just nice people. Yeah, yeah, you know, difference. very polite. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, very well behaved. Yeah. Even even the traffic going into the base. So very there's nobody cutting anybody off. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's, you know, just, you know, yeah. properly lines up together and, sure. you know, we go through and there's, you know, no hassles. And, you know, it's just, I'm just so impressed. So impressed. And the huh? more, the more I see of that, uh, All right. you know. So there's two keys to opening up a brewery. Uh, right. put, it, put it near an Anheuser Bush factory. So you're guaranteed <laughs> all access the to great water and, yeah. and all the tin cans you can have. You right. need yeah. aluminum cans. Yeah. And uh, military base. There you Here's go. Another thing. Those are the two. Good. See, see. Uh, Having a car painting place across the street does that help at all? Or fitness? <laughs> does fitness help? I don't well, know. Well, the, the car, a lot of things going on. Out the there. car painting place, the the Mako has helped because because they drink a lot of beer after work. Yeah. <laughs> well, because because uh, one of our cars got smashed when we were building the building, and then like I got kids. So, you know, we got some other smashing oh, of the cars going on. A lot of smashing going on. And we I had uh, all sorts of stuff happen to I our see. cars. So Mako's just been taking care of it. Right. It's great. It's like, yeah, I'll just drive to the brewery and I'll just like, yeah. here, here's the keys. Just, yeah, let me know when you're done. Right. So they've been awesome. The CrossFit, now they've moved out. Well, you threw them out. I didn't throw them out. Uh, I mean. Their, their lease was not on. Their lease, their lease it was not renewed. I mean, they were wonderful people, and uh, yeah, we'll find another. Garage. Actually, I think we let them stay an extra three weeks with no rent. Oh, nice! And because uh, they're good people, there you go. uh, but yeah, we we're just so desperate for space that uh, they had to they had to leave. Unfortunately, Take tires with them. Yes, yes, no. I made sure they took all those giant <laughs> tires and their their giant concrete balls and uh, all their other ball. stuff. I'm just like, like a, they're like, uh, how are you going to work the security deposit? I'm like, well, I'll tell you, you know, as long as you take all your stuff, don't worry about it. Because yeah. there was like some holes in walls and things like that. And, but it eh, happens, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, wear and tear. I don't care. You know, I wasn't going to hassle them over it. Yeah. So I think they were kind of pleased with that, too. You're more than fair. 
Eh, I try to be. Were there any uh, customers from there? I mean, there must be some people that after a oh, yeah, great yeah. workout, yeah, feel they, like they deserve a the beer. The people would work out and they'd come and drink. So yeah. all those people are moving on, but yeah. Well, they may be back. They know where you're at. Oh, sure. Not like they're oh, far away. Oh, and they, they do come. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good people, like I said. They, you got great beer wonderful. and people get a you know, habit of drinking it. They want to come back. They were putting in a full kitchen, too. Really? That's underway, huh? I got to get out there. Well, tomorrow, hopefully I can explain why why everything is the way. So the mill room that we've had for three and a half years, all of a sudden somebody is questioning <laughs> the mill room. Who is the city? Uh, one of the guys. Oh, yeah. One of the guys at the city. I thought you guys had, I mean, we're uh, all in a really friendly terms. With oh, this. we are. Yeah, they're what wonderful. Do mean, what do you mean questioning you? Well, they're like, well, you know, shouldn't this be like a hazardous, you know, that's require the, like a bomb-proof room and, you no, know. No, that's the flower mill. Why, why don't you have, you know, and so we had, when we first did, we talked to the fire marshal and the fire marshal was like, yeah, that's cool. Don't worry about it. You're good. And so we didn't get any paperwork. So now that guy's gone, and the new guy is oh. like, or, well, the guy at the city oh. is like, hey, I should see some paperwork on this. We sh- I, I should have required this the first time. Oh. And I'm like, now oh. it's like, why isn't there any paperwork? Right. Yeah. So we got to talk to the new fire marshal, and uh, I've got to explain everything again, and hopefully he will also understand, as the first fire marshal did, that it's not a problem. Yeah. So we'll see. It's just, you know. It never ends. There's it never ends. Yeah, it's not it's a flower life, mill. It's man. a green mill. It's not different. Right, right. Well, and I mean, we we actually have a dust collector that, yeah, with a four inch intake that does fifteen hundred and fifty cubic feet a minute, and we're passing like one pound of malt per second. There is no dust, and then yeah. and then the <clears throat> entire volume of the room is exchanged to the dust collector every 45 seconds so <laughs> it really is not a problem no, but no, no. you know he needs the new fire marshal to say so and write it down for him so he said once that's done we're pretty cool so i'm, I'm just trying to get my permit so we can start building oh so you had to get reinspected for the new permit i got you yeah that's why they're lots in. of lots of things nice exhausting how was CBC? It was great. Had a lot of fun. Everybody's yeah. there. Yeah. Not everybody, but got to see a bunch of people. That, <laughs> a lot of people have been on our on our, on our podcast before. Where right. They, you know, it's kind of fun seeing them. And or a lot of those that uh, you know just heard over the were on the phone. We never got to meet. So yeah, it's great. Got to hang with the uh, guys from uh, Four Four Poor. Uh, it was a lot of a lot of fun. Those guys from England. I heard you went to England. Did you make some beer? I over did. There? I did four collaborations. What? I, I four? Did, I did one in Malmo with uh, Thomas. Yeah, Thomas Francis. And uh, I thought all Thomas's beers were excellent. He did a great job. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a big network uh, trained guy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> he's super nice. Right. And and the other people there super nice as well. Yeah. And I was just very impressed with them overall and the Swedish people. I thought it was wonderful. I, I'm walking down one day, and all of a sudden I came across a homebrew shop. It's like the the only homebrew shop in Malmo. 
I went in there and kind of went around, and then like some homebrewer comes in, and goes Jamel. Sure. <laughs> like yeah. Well, yeah. Once you get into the whole, you know, the, a smaller world, there. Yeah. So he recognized you. Yeah, 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 it was cool. And he had great beer too. Oh. I mean, I was just really impressed. Um, and then we did a so we did a the honey IPA there. At Mama, okay. At Mama, it turned out really good. They ended up brewing it again. It was so good. I think yeah. He asked me if yeah. I'd be okay. If I thought it'd be okay. <laughs> If he asked you to make it again, because it was like as fast as selling beer ever, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he goes, oh, yeah, he would, he would never have a problem with that. People love that beer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's why I suggested it. I think he, I, I talked him into making another batch of Janet's Brown. Oh, yeah. made before. <laughs> they were both on tap at the same time. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then uh, I did a uh, collaboration with uh, uh, Sean Knight at uh, uh, Sam Brooks nice. in uh, England. Uh, they make uh, great... Uh, British beers and some great American beers and what'd you make there? Uh, brown ale. Well, that's I told you. English. I said, hey, do you want to like uh, do a Janet's Brown and all that and go with me to London? Oh no, I didn't. You invited me to London. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, and uh, the timing wouldn't have been right. So, so I'm gonna get yeah. to London. Mark my words. So he was asking American Brown. I don't know so if I can we, do four did, collaborations though. We did American Brown. Not do five. And then we did uh, American Brown. Really? <clears throat> yeah. Right. And then we did because uh, that's what they wanted to do. American. And that's what, that's what made me think, well, let's, let's get tasty and let's all go out there and, you know, sure. have some fun. That'd have been fun. And then we did uh, a a peach uh, wit IPA kind of barrel aged thing at uh, uh, Beavertown oh, yeah. with Logan. And that was a wonderful experience, too. And uh, they called that Peacher Man, which I thought was a great name. Huh. And then we did... Uh, a West Coast IPA at uh, Mondo Brewing uh, with uh, uh, they uh, set up the malt bill and I went with I did the hops and they're just like yeah that's a lot of hops I'm like yeah you know <laughs> it was a ton of hops and they said that turned out good too oh, yeah, these are and good. then Logan set up a event putting on the Sam Brooks. His, the 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 Beaver Town and the Mondo all at once, really? like a little release party with the Jamil three. Release, Isn't Sans that cool? Jamil. Yeah. I wish I could have been there. And the only thing would have made it better was would be get the the beer from Malmo down there. Could have had all four. So my idea of a perfect European tour would be to spend like four weeks, yeah. and then you just you know, two weeks you'd spend right, like and then you around, could taste the beers, then you'd go back and repeat, like, yeah, follow the circuit again. Right there you are, yeah. Uh, speaking of Europe, Once I get a sponsor. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Alcoholics Anonymous. They just give you the sponsor. Yeah, you, know, right. you, you don't even have to pay for it. I can spread the word. Um, at uh, speaking of Europe, oh, uh, yeah. we're doing Dusseldorf Alt Beer today. Oh yeah, great stuff. Uh, have you ever been to Dusseldorf? No, I have not. To be ah, honest. wonderful town, wonderful town. Um, not a lot to see, but you know, you stick to the the old part of this town and. You stick to the alt beer, and you're pretty dang set. How do they make good alt beer? What's the deal? They got the right water, or just the uh, they, style, the style they just like? It's, to, it's the to, style that has befallen over like 800 years. Wow. There's places there, been brewing the same beer, same recipe, uh, for 800 years, same location, same location, same location, 800 years, same beer. Wow. Isn't that amazing? 
Mm-hmm. See, and, you know, and and they just brew the one beer. I mean, sometimes they'll do like a shticka alt. You know, they'll do a special. No, one. but I mean, nine, but ninety nine batches out of a hundred. Yeah, yeah, they're just sitting there, and people, you go in, and it's just like ein beer, and right. they just give you the beer that they make, right. and it's that's pretty alt. cool. It's so cool. <laughs> oh, it's good. Oh, it's great. That it can only be just be monotonous, but I mean, right? Well, good. and they're all slightly different. You know. Oh, I see. It's like if all of us said, okay, you know, brew. Brown ale. We'd all go like, okay. And we'd all go and brew brown ale, and yeah, it would all be brown ale, but it would be different at each place. Sure. So, uh, yeah, very cool. Um, let's see here. The style guide, which Bevo, dear Bevo, uh, printed out for me in my old eyes. Uh, 7C, this is the 2008 style guidelines. Aroma clean yet robust, complex aroma, rich malt, noble hops, and uh, restrained fruity esters. The malt character reflects German base malt varieties. Hop aroma may vary from moderate to very low and can have a peppery, floral, perfuming character associated with the noble hops. No diacetyl. Appearance light amber to orange, bronze to deep copper, yet stopping short of brown. Brilliant clarity may be filtered thick, creamy, long-lasting off-white head. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know about any of that because, uh, you know, you go there to the Altstadt They're they're like, they got them in barrels, you know, they roll out the barrel with their foot they put it up on the counter. They, they put in a, you know, like a little wooden faucet and uh, fill some glasses. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Flavor, assertive hot bitterness. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's that I mean? Whoa, whoa. Sometimes, I mean, like one. Uh, well-balanced. Sturdy, bitterness. Well-balanced by a sturdy yet clean and crisp malt character. Malt presence is moderated by moderately high to high attenuation. Yeah. The considerable rich and complex malt flavors remain. Some fruity esters may survive the lagering period. A long-lasting medium dry to dry, bittersweet, or nutty finish. Reflects both hot bitterness and malt complexity. Noble hot flavor can be moderate to low or none, I would say. Uh, no roasted malt flavors or harshness. No diacetyl. Some yeast strains may impart a slight sulfury character. A light minerally character is also sometimes present in the finish, but is not required. Parent bitterness levels sometimes uh, masked by the high malt character. Yeah. The bitterness can seem as low as moderate if the finish is not very dry. Yeah. Uh, medium bodied, smooth, medium to medium high carbonation, stringency low to none. See, medium high carbonation. Again, really? when they have those barrels and stuff, it comes out, it's, and the way it's served, it's not that high carbonation. Stringency, uh, low to none, despite being very full flavor, is light body enough to be consumed in session beer at home, brew pubs into a store. Overall impression, a well-balanced, bitter yet malty, clean, smooth, well-attenuated, amber-colored German ale. Uh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure, I guess. Not so uh, sure about that, I huh? Bitterness. That always. Yeah, OG, uh, 46 to 54, IBUs, 35 to 50, final gravity, 10 to 15, SRAM 11 to 17, ABV 4.5 to 5.2. 
Um, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, some examples that are more bitter. Like I'm saying, if, if we all brewed a brown ale, some people would make it more bitter. Some people would make it yeah, less. Very personal yeah, preference. It ranges. To, to, but, for. you know, to say that, like, all of them are, you know, highly bitter, which is the uh, older style guidelines said that. And uh, people were making the most god-awfully bitter. I remember there was a an Elk Grove uh, brewery. And they won gold medal at GABF like multiple times with this beer and then silver the rest of the times. They always won with this alt beer. And it was so freaking bitter. It was almost undrinkable. It was like, you know, 100 IBU and harshly bitter. And and they always won with it. And I'm like, this is not an alt beer. Yeah. But, like you know, yeah, it's, a- it's people just base it off of the description in the style guide. It's like, well... No, that's that's really not. Düsseldorf IPA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was a nice beer, but I guess not. The, I guess the judges said, not hey, for this all. Is like this is great. Well, they read the style. It's, it's, oh. Mostly, so so many of the people are just reading the style guides, and they're like, "Well, it says it's bitter, so uh, you know it has to be bitter." They they go by the by the text of the the guides versus. It's very a very difficult conversation there yeah. to explain to others. Hey, yeah, I know this style, yeah. and it's not you know it's not like that. The, the guides are not quite well. We have to go by the guides. It's like well, all right. That's kind of the discussion. Yeah, all right. Uh, let's do this. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we will be talking more to Stovall right after this. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerone are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer whether for yourself or as a gift when you subscribe or resubscribe from the brewing network homepage, you directly support programs like this get a great magazine and support the brewing network subscribe to brew your own right from the brewing network.com First Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? 
21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Now back to Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. We're drinking. We're, we're back. drinking the balls. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, so the beers we have, we have a uh, Liberty Alt from Unknown. A homebrew. A homebrew. It is uh, 1044 starting, 1011 finishing, 5%. It is 10 pounds Munich, 1 pound Vienna, and a half pound Kara Munich 3. Sounds like it's... Fairly solid recipe right there. How many IBUs? Does not say. Tastes like 45 or 50. Hold on to your comments. Um, and then the uh, we have a, a, a second uh, homebrew. Uh, apparently it is the Brewing Classic Styles recipe. All grain. Brewed April 22nd. Uh, John Perrette. We'll be talking to him after the next break. Oh, cool. You can get him on now. It's just a month old. I was going to call him during break. Oh. But you always do your dropping this bombshell thing, and then you go in. <laughs> when we come back, I'm going to straighten you I'm gonna two assholes out. Do this. So. All right. Okay. Sure. All right. All right. All right. Fine. Fine. I was just like, give us more time Throwing to talk to John. Sure. And then we have Alaskan Amber. Uh, which label now says alt style beer or alt style ale? I don't think it said that before. I think it said like ESB or something, or the, really? no. the so BJCP obvious, said ESB, and I was like, no, nah, not an ESB. Uh, more of an alt. And I have a whole story behind that too. Um, well, I just thought uh, you know John would like it if you know if you're going to kick his peaches, you'd do it you know like on the air, right in front face of to face, like a main. Hmm. You know, or if you were stroking him, his peaches, then you would, you'd have, have that, uh, yeah. uh, you know, man to man. Oh, everyone forgive me. It's just not, it's I mean, I had a great day at the base. Yeah. I freaking love those people. And food was excellent. I went and had lunch. Just, I, you know, who doesn't like getting the officers? Who you're like, a commander, you're getting officers mess with <laughs> everybody else. Who doesn't like hanging out with smart, passionate, hardworking people that are just super friendly? Yeah. And you know, it's just, it was just a wonderful day. I love going there. They're like, oh, we don't want to take up a bunch of your time. I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to be here as much as possible. It was after that that things went downhill. Oh boy. Well, that's that, business uh, for you. We're going long. I don't know. Um, no. 
You said so, you uh, Yeah, um, pornographic uh, Stephen. That's what his mom calls him. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I was born. She listened that, to that's, the podcast. Yeah, when I get in yeah. trouble. Pornographic Steven. Yeah. Not instead of porno Steve. Yeah. Pornographic Steven. It's my here. full name. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's his middle name? You don't want to know. You don't need one. That. You don't want to know. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll, okay. leave it, we'll leave it up to our listeners to come up with his middle name. Yes, actually. All right. Here we go. We got a vote going. Yes. Let's see <laughs> what room. they just, just bring me whatever ideas they, they come up with. and uh, You'll be the final vote. <laughs> I, uh, hey, I will. Uh, Judge, jury, and executioner. Well, I will just use it mercilessly until uh, until it sticks. Okay. That's that's essentially how it works. Right. All right. All right. Cool. It's worked so far. Pornographic Steven, <laughs> yes. your analysis of these three beers. All right. Um. Well, my first look upon these is that the Alaskan Amber is clear. I, for, I forget the damn guidelines on this stuff, on the, an alt. Um, it's definitely a lot clearer than the other two. Other two well, any beer that's conditioned but, for any period of time is going to be clear, mm, right? Unless it has a brewing flaw. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but out of all of these, I like John's mm. the most. Okay. Do you have like a reason for that? No, I just was do. It the closer one to you. <laughs> it, yeah, I feel it was like the closest one. I remember a quote from someone saying, "Great beers about drinkability." Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Right. All right. So the Alaskan Amber is cool, right. but but he didn't say drinkability. He didn't say anything. He goes, "This is the one I like the best." I like, like the right. flavor. Of okay. The BCS. It's biscuity. Um. I'm a huge fan of malt. Uh-huh. Um, but it's, it's a malty it's style. Not, it's not super thin. Yeah. I think the Liberty's a little thin. Yeah. It's, nice. I mean, it's, it's a malty style, mm-hmm. if you ask me. So, all right. Um, so had, yeah, there's something about the Liberty all at the very end of it. Uh-huh. That's just yeah. not, not agreeing with. <laughs> I'm not agreeing with. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But I I'm not liking it. It looked like he was licking his lips in, in preparation of... Uh, that was a scene. Some sort of oral uh, yeah. activity in one of his movies. Alaskan um, Amber's a little too sweet for me. Uh-huh. BCS. All right. So, I like it. Drinkable. So you I have number number one is, is John Peretz. Yes. Uh, then I number would, two is... Uh, Alaskan. Alaskan. Just by default because i really don't like the finishing on the liberty, liberty. Yeah. okay the right. liberty um was also donate was also brewed for us by uh, andrew Siliski. andrew oh we've had him before yes mm-hmm. all right tasty yes yes T- taste the the greek god of home brewing taste oh i like that idea <laughs> I'll get busy on the patron, cartoon the patron god of homebrewing. Yes, a taste, Roman tasticles. I'm going to whip one of those up. Right, yeah, or is it maybe the Roman god? Yeah, yeah, tasticles. I guess would be Roman god. Yeah, ah. tasticles, the emperor of homebrewing. The mash paddles for like a whatever. I was brewing. Bre- bre- like I brewed today, so staff. I want to let you know. And I only got burnt once. <laughs> right in the tasticles. I was doing it. I was. I was. I was lazy, and I and I, uh, I racked a beer, and I didn't want to clean the fermenter. Yeah. 
So I like uh, I took boiling water and uh, did a like a rinse uh-huh. of the inside of the fermenter, like yeah. a spray ball kind of thing. Yeah. Till it ran clear. I could, of course, I could see in there. And I just you know, I put the new beer in. Uh-huh. I used hot water as a sanitizer. Uh-huh. And killed the other yeast too. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that's what how I you did. burn yourself. That's what I did. Anyway, hot, hot water will kill you. Yes. Literally no. kill you. It if you get enough yeah. hot water on your body, yeah. it will no, it'll, it, it, it'll do you and you got to be careful with hot skin water. Skin deep enough to uh, yeah, and steam's even worse. Yeah, no, I we have a tank of 185 degree water and every once in a while somebody just doses themselves with it and I'm like, but you got to be freaking careful because that will just rot your skin uh, off and kill you. No, I've, I've been burned bad. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. John, John, I like John's beer a lot. Uh-huh. I think the Lanskin Amber uh, is, is a great beer. It's, it's just uh, not a beer I could drink too much of because it's uh, too malty, too rich, too. I thought it was a little too sweet, yeah. Too filling, yeah. Uh, yeah, like I couldn't. Yeah, a pint would be a little bit of, uh, of a job. Uh, whereas John's, I could, I could drink a couple pints of that beer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Liberty, thanks and thanks to Andrew and John for sending these in. That's really appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yes, Liberty to me is just too hoppy. Uh, now the stock guideline may, may allow for it, but right. for me, it just dominates the beer. I'm looking for some malt character, and it's just, just it's just not there. Yeah, there's a lot of bitterness in there. It's just really bitter. Like, you know, really, really bitter. So uh, I and uh, the Porn King are on the same page. Huh. One, huh. one is John, two is Alaska, and three is huh. the very happy beer. Huh. Well, I'll tell you what. After- let's, let's take a short break. After which I will drop a bombshell. <laughs> How did I know you were going During to say which that? I'll drop a deuce. I'll <laughs> drop a deuce. I'll come back. I'll drop a bombshell right after this. A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCPIP, and the Internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack 
stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new brew easy introducing clarity firm from white labs an amazing tool for pro brewers and home brewers clarity firm is an endoprotease that will reduce chill haze and increase the stability of your beer and produces gluten-reduced beer. Clarity Firm is easy to use. Just add it when you pitch your yeast, and Clarity Firm will do its work during fermentation. When fermentation is complete, chill haze will already have been addressed. In addition, reduce the gluten content in beers made with barley and wheat with Clarity Firm. Most beers made with Clarity Firm will test below 20 parts per million, the current international standard for gluten-free. Better looking and more stable beer with the added benefit of reduced gluten so you can pour your beer for more friends and customers. Why wouldn't you use Clarity Firm? Clarity Firm from White Labs. The reasons are crystal clear. Learn more at whitelabs.com. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Chicken Boy. This is Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. Do we have John on the line? Hello. John. Hey. Thanks for uh, sending in the beer, buddy. Oh, thanks for trying. I'm, I'm honored. All right. Well, you may not be after I drop this bombshell. <laughs> huh? All, All right. right. Kick away. All right, so uh, uh, as much as it pains me, I I actually agree with uh, uh, pornographic Stephen and uh, Tastyclees. Oh, the um, day has come. Yeah, even a blind pig finds a truffle now and then. Uh, the uh, the Liberty Alt, um, I get some uh, phenolics from it. Uh, it is hoppy, and I'd, I'd be okay with the hoppy, but I'm getting uh, phenols, which I think is uh, porno, pornographic Stevens' uh, lip-licking uh, porno move uh, is indicating mm-hmm. that. I think uh, that. So I, I would have I would have to go go that way on that one. Uh, the the Alaskan Amber has always been a sweeter beer. I think the fact that it's warmer than all the rest is not helping it. Um, it's a nice beer. But um, it does have quite a, quite a bit of sweetness, uh, more sweet balance than um, you know the others. Um, but it's still a really nice beer, and uh, a beer that that I'll drink, especially when it's colder. I think it, it gets a little crisper, and uh, yeah. it's it, it you know it's a well made beer, uh, and I think it actually matches some of the the uh, you know traditional alt beers uh, fairly well. Uh, but I think John's uh, absolutely takes it. I think uh, it's got nice maltiness. I think it finishes uh, dry. Uh, I think it's uh, got a good balance to it. I think it's well made. I think uh, you know there's really nothing to uh, ding it on. I think uh, I think we have a winner of the jet ski. Oh no, we don't have the jet ski anymore. But <laughs> no jet ski, huh? We could do a t-shirt. Yes, uh, a t-shirt would be fabulous for for both both guys. 
For Andrew as well? Sure. Yeah. Great. I mean, you send in a beer. Come on. That's that's money right there. That's a lot of work. And it helps the show. It costs a lot of money to mail those in, too. Right, right. Yeah, it's not cheap to send things in, so we we do appreciate it. Well, both these beers are very, both the homebrews are very clean. I'm really impressed. Really nice. Uh, so, John. Uh-huh. Tell us your secrets on uh, brewing an excellent example of uh, Dusseldorf Alt. My secrets. I followed the can you brew it uh, the uh, <laughs> brewing classic styles recipe almost to the letter. My homebrew shop didn't have the Caramunic uh, three, so I had to use the Caramunic two, uh-huh. and then I tweaked the Carafa uh, just a little bit to get the color right. Okay, so tell us what tell uh-huh. us what you brewed. Uh, give us give us a recipe. Oh know. boy, yeah, this, this I is don't you. have this it in is... front of me. It's the one on I think it's page 112 in the good book. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> We were hoping you had a copy of it because I don't have a copy of it. <laughs> well, I do. Let me open it up. Hang on. All right. <laughs> Here it is. Okay. Perfect. So it's uh, eight pounds of uh, Vireman Tilsner Malt, two pounds of Vireman uh, Dark Munich, a uh, pound of Aromatic, eight ounces of Caramunic 2, which is 45 love. Uh, the book calls for Caramunic 3, which is 60 love. And I threw in a couple ounces of uh, Carafa 2 Special to get the color to uh, 14 SRM. Uh, 42 IBUs of Magnum at 60 minutes, uh, 2.2 IBUs of Tetanang at 15 minutes. Uh, I used the White Labs uh, WLP 36 Dusseldorf Alt, fermented at 62 for about a week, and then I ramped it up to 66 for another week and put it in the keg. Well, I think you uh, you did an excellent job. I mean, it's, well, thanks very much. We're all... Unanimous, which is which is rare, and uh, I mean you're up uh, against uh, the Alaska Amber. While while it is a, a sweeter example, I think it's it's a well made beer. Uh-huh. Well, I'm an East Coaster. I've never had that. Yeah, there's no real huge flaws in that beer or anything. It's just a you know a style or a recipe right. type of choice. So yeah, good good job. Well, thanks very much. Would you have any tips for anybody about how the brew day went, things that they should look any out tips? for? It was a, it was a uh, brew day went very well. Uh, mashed in a little bit high for the first couple of minutes. So I, my finishing gravity was 10.15 instead of 10.13, mm-hmm. uh, which I think didn't harm anything. No, no, no. Uh, any other tips? Uh, let it ferment as long as you can and get everything nice and clean and finished up. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna actually finish yep. this bottle. <laughs> yep. Oh, great. absolutely. <laughs> it's a big bottle. But what it cost to ship? I'm glad it's going to good, getting drunk. Yeah, it's a it's a you know a seven fifty. So uh, yeah, we're we're yeah. drinking the whole thing. When, when, when was great. the brew day, John? On the on the beer four twenty two. It says oh, so yeah. when? Yeah, just so about a month 22? ago. Just a month ago today, I basically. Uh, Minus two days. Yeah, yep. two days ago. <laughs> two days ago. Yeah, I filled my glass like three times now. Yep. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, four days ago. I filled it with the uh, Blickman beer gun into the bottle and mm-hmm. took it to UPS. Oh, well, we really appreciate it. Uh, you know, good job. Well, my pleasure. Uh, uh, you know, uh, getting a great beer done. And, and thank you so much for, for sharing it with us. We really appreciate great. it. Great. Well, thanks for the great recipe. Yeah. Anything else, anyone, before we take another break? No. Thanks a lot, John. Really appreciate okay. it. That's oh, it. my pleasure. Hey, I have one question for you. Sure, yeah. go ahead. If you came across that on a competition, what would it get? <clears throat> well, it depends on the other beers. 
It shouldn't. It should be, you know, uh, judged individually. Rating. He uh, gave another beer in the high school. Or, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't do that much judging, but I would think it's like a 37, 38. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Pornographic Steven? I cannot rate anything. Oh, do just, not look at it. Just throw out a number between <laughs> 0 and 50. 0 and 50? Yeah. Yeah, I'd rate it up there. I'd yeah. rate it, yeah, 38, 40. Yeah, I'd probably go like I a, can drink this, man, all day. I'd probably go about a 45. Whoa, yeah. 45? Oh. I mean, so, I'll I, take it. You I don't throw those out. To, let me taste that beer again. Mm-hmm. So I, I really hate when people do, like don't give a fifty because you know it's like well yeah I don't give it because it's got to be the perfect or they, beer right one. well you got to know the style beer. really well right to mm-hmm. give to give a beer a 50. I think the what would I change see that's the thing I don't know that I would necessarily make the beer better or make it different more in line with you know my taste I think it could use a just a, a touch more sweetness. A touch more, okay. you know, you know uh, carameliness. But on the other hand, I think it's fine just as is. Yeah. Um, you know what I what I. Well, I've never had a commercial example. I've never been to Dusseldorf, so yeah. This I mean, is my only uh, experience at Dusseldorf up here. Good, just it's as delicious. is. I mean, maybe. Um, well, and maybe that's the difference between the you know the Caramunic two and the Caramunic three. Yeah. The right. Three would have been a little uh, bit more, you know, a little more raisiny, more richy, sweetie. Yeah, yeah. Less, a little sweeter, maltier. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, so what am I? What am I picking at? Um, it's got a little bit of a haze to it, you know. So maybe there's a point. Um, other than that, yeah. Even this week out of the keg, it's clearer than the uh, bottle pour that I just did for myself. Right, right, right. That I bottled when I bottled yours. So it's still uh, so clearing in the keg. Yeah, I feel like I'm being very weak on my on my scoring because I mean, what else? What. I mean, what's the reason why? So I, I look at more like, what's the reason why it isn't fifty? Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's really what we should be looking at versus prove to me it should be fifty. We should be starting with every beer and go, well, show me why it isn't fifty. Mm-hmm. And if you cannot, you know, yeah, work backward, uh, you know, identify what those those issues are and clearly state them and say, well, it's this, that, and the other thing. And I am deducting this points and those points, but on the other hand, see people and people screw that up too, in that they feel like they have to deduct points. Mm-hmm. That there's like, oh, they must. So um, yeah, maybe it's the company I'm keeping. Uh, maybe it's you know it's just Porno Steve is rubbing wrong or something. Uh, um, I, do you know, tend, I do tend to rub. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe maybe it's that. Maybe it's the rough day I've had. Started out good, but maybe I, I've had a rough day the rest of the day, and maybe that's it. That's why it's not a 50, right? So that's the best I can explain it. But I, I, I'd put it in the, the, the mid-40s at least. Wow. I think it's well done. Well, that's a high praise. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, thank you again for sending in. All right. Let's see. Sure when we come back, uh, we'll wrap up uh, talking about uh, Dusseldorf Alt Beer right after this. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, More Beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. 
morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge electric mash water heater, a plug-in anywhere precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water. Ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Blise. It's brewing with style. Get the fish All right, we're back. Uh, it's been one of those one of those days, one of those shows. Um, uh, one of the things that we did uh, a while back was uh, what I thought was a, a quite a nice beer was the uh, fish alt. Uh, we did from uh, you know uh, fish, fish brewing fish Lemonworth. Fish Leavenworth Brewing. Um, they had an alt beer, and we did a Can You Brew It episode. <laughs> <laughs> what do you expect? I'm an animal, I Bevo. I expect you're done. Really. Nobody has that much. Uh, anyways, uh, it was a, a real nice alt, and it, it didn't it win some awards, too? I think it won some awards. I as, think as it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's why. One of the and we got that recipe, and, and you uh, so thoughtfully... And so, uh, so preparedly printed it out, and that is why yeah. you are Tasticles, the uh, the god of uh, homebrewing. Yes. Well, one thing. Uh, what's and it, well, you can always go go to the uh, archives and the Can You Brew It uh, right. series, which I, I'm always getting people telling me, and they would like that to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that show was a lot of work. That was a lot of work. Because every show somebody had to brew a beer and mm-hmm. uh, take it, you know, through ferment. And all. But we had we had to do the interviews. We had, had to get to people interview. to agree the interviews. Yeah. We had to do the interviews. I had to edit in the interviews. Then I had to do the recipes and adjust the recipes yeah, no. for the smaller scale and take into account all the little things that the, they said in the recipe. Right. And then uh, and then we had to brew it and we had to get the commercial example as fresh as possible. Right. And then brew it. And get it to match and get the ingredients and yeah. then taste it. And if it didn't work out, then we had to do it again. Yeah. It's just like, oh, my God, that was a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It was a great show. Yeah. But instead of a show every two weeks. I still send brewers to those. We shows. we should have done that show like every three people, months. Yeah. People that haven't heard those should. Uh, 
especially if, if, if it's one pretty of the, amazing show. One of the beers is a beer you like, yeah. a style you like, right? It's a great, and you can get it fresh in your own market. There was so it's much great information way to, calibrate, to learn off calibrate. of that. Yeah, yeah. You can make the beer. The well, and you learn things about oh, the you know, different ways of brewing, oh, yeah. and I I love those shows too because I learned a lot. Yeah, I learned a lot about process. Change the way I brew beer. Right, and and the and the my ability to tweak a recipe from a large scale to small scale and get them to match. Yeah, I was pretty. I was pretty good at that, right? Right. We got a lot of them right the first time. I mean, yeah. I gotta never forget the Union Jack. Right. That was like so. I, I, there's no way I could tell any difference in the beers. Right. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So if you like uh, Union Jack IPA, you don't have to, and it's not in your market, no problem. Just go brew. Go it. back to the Can You Brew It podcast. Brew that and then take that shit out. Yeah. Here's the Leavenworth Alt recipe. Um, again, for six gallons. That's a standard thing we do here in this show. About uh, 60% Pilsner, uh, 25% Munich, uh, 6% wheat, 3% Cara Munich, 60. Uh, 3% uh, Cara Pils, and about 2.7% uh, Caravis Special 2. Sounds a lot like uh, your recipe, Jim. Uh, anyway, uh, the hops were um, uh, seven, uh, 60 minutes, 7.3 IBUs. Of Hallertar and uh, 20 minutes, another 12.7 IBU of Hallertar. And then at, uh, we got it down here as 20, and also at 20 minutes, uh, the uh, Spotter Select. Well, were we able to get that hop because we were? Spalt. Spalt spotter. Yeah. Spalt, Spalt, right? Spalt. Yeah. Oh, I see, Spalt. And then we use the uh, White Labs uh, WLP 036. I think I'd be the Y East one oh oh seven. Uh let's see. Uh it's good. this came out at uh ten forty six starting gravity. I don't actually know what the final was, but it was probably something like ten ten or something. Yeah. Uh I've used about thirty one total. Uh let's see, what else do I have here? Mashed at uh one fifty two for sixty minutes. It's a long time. Uh did a fl- uh, mash out rest at 168 for 10. Sparge at 170. Otherwise, nothing too unusual. It's a great beer. I remember uh, I never made it alt and uh, mm-hmm. really liked the beer. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember uh, I remember the show well. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that wraps it up for alt beer. Yes. If you're listening live, stay tuned. We are going to be doing uh, traditional Bach next. I think uh, another favorite style from Germany, huh? We're just like German crazy today. Well, they had a lot of influence on beer, so they, they, yes. had, they had a head start. Yavol. All right. Uh, thanks, uh, Pornographic uh, Stephen. For my for, expert advice. <laughs> for for your, your expert board operating ability. That so uh, somehow got us through so to this smoothly. point. Call AT&T Park. That's what we always do when we have a technical right, problem. Right, exactly. It makes perfect sense to me. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's what we do. Uh, but uh, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better. Here with my friends. That always makes me feel better. Mm. Good beer. That makes me feel better. Yeah. It's, it's soothing the wounds of the day. All right. If you enjoy this show, uh, listen while you can. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then uh, try your other shows. Yeah, yeah, just try yeah. your other shows, and to get yourself to the uh, uh, Brewing Network store, the Brewing Network.com slash store. 
Uh, buy some goodies out of there. Hoodies, uh, hats, uh, growlers, uh, t-shirts, and uh, all that goes to the Bottom of the Line Brewing Network and keeps shows like this on the air. Until then, everybody, Bruce Jones. Yeah, I love it.